Hi, this is Angie. And this is Tracy. And we are Just, Just Saying. Saying. Hi, today uh, we're going to discuss something that has been discussed many times across the board, but it's a problem and it's not going away, and that is the heroin crisis. Yes, and we're calling it the opiate problem. Everywhere on the news, it's the opiate problem, but I believe, and I may be misled, but we've discussed it many times, that it's really a heroin problem. And I know some people are going to come at us and they're going to say, hey, you know, some of these people started on pills. Pills got to be too expensive or the source dried up, so they went to heroin. I've heard all that. But you know what? To me, that is a fairly small part of the issue. The issue is these young kids aren't out getting Percocet on the street. They're getting heroin, okay? Something completely different. You know, we're so worried about the doctors prescribing now. But you know what? If you are an addict, you're going to get something anywhere. You're going. There's going to be a substance you're going to be able to find and use. Yes, I believe one of the biggest reasons we're having such an epidemic is... In a lot of places, it's cheaper than marijuana. Oh my God, it's become dirt cheap. Now, it's not a. What you know, is the. How is all of this getting through and flooding exactly. the streets? I mean, I'm not usually a huge conspiracy theorist, but it's not being made here. Right. Uh, fentanyl comes from labs in China. You know, you've got the poppy seeds, you know, that they're growing and that's coming out of, you know, uh, through Mexico, from China. And according to the stats, it's not coming in through Mexico for the most part. That leaves, it's coming by ship. Are we really so lax and so irresponsible that we've got a flood of it making it cheaper than the most common street drug out there? While, while Donald Trump is busy building a wall... We have a, you know, serious... We need a freaking net. Yes, we have a serious problem. And it's not about keeping immigrants out. No, this is either coming in by plane or boat. Right. And You can order it off the dark web. You know, I mean, this is something that's accessible to anyone that has a little bit of computer savvy and can go into the web, dark web. There's pages selling these chemicals. And most of these kids that are first-time users are not doing it mm-hmm. because they can't get pills. Right. They're doing it because it's cheap and readily available. And there I'm there may be a small segment of the population that utilize pills, you know, pills dried up, they went to heroin. But I don't believe that that is the core of our problem. No. Um and you know the thing about it is these like I said the kids, it's cheap, it's plentiful. You know, the kids get on it. They're not looking for their mom's Percocet. They're heading straight to that needle, to heroin. Yes, yes. And I just feel like, too, with this whole opioid crisis thing, I just think we need to you know name it for what it is. It's a heroin-fentanyl problem. Yes. It's a methamphetamine problem. Those are the problems, okay? Yes. It's not, you know, these people that are taking the pills within, that are, you know, legally being prescribed to them for painful conditions. That's not what we're seeing on the street. No. And I don't mean to minimize the problem with people being addicted to pills because it's a thing. Mm -hmm. It is. It is a real thing. But it's getting to the point where... 
we're slamming down all these super hard regulations on everyone. Right. So that now treating most everyone of the medical professionals are treating, yeah, exactly If you that. come in with a complaint of pain of any kind, they are hesitant and they will look at you and try to sum you up. And many times they will think you're an addict. Yes. Even when you, you know, and the problem is now we have taken, because of the strict guidelines, we have taken, you know, uh, opiates away from people that had been utilizing them for years to control pain and people that are really suffering now because they're not getting what they need. It's an issue for the elderly. Um, Oh, yes. A friend of mine's, and I'm not going to throw any names out there, but she was trying to get medication for her her mother. Um, Her mother came to stay with her. She was having a lot of pain and a lot of problems from a back issue. They couldn't get her into a doctor for a week, so she ended up taking her to her emergency one night. An elderly lady now. Because she couldn't think of anything else to do for her, and she was literally not sleeping and writhing in pain. So she took her to the emergency room, who gave her an injection and, you know, told her, well, you know, you need to go home. Um, try to make it through, take extra this, alternate mm-hmm. with Tylenol, the whole spiel, and, and didn't really send them home with anything they didn't already have medicine-wise to wait on that doctor's appointment. So the next evening, when and of course, as they always, always, always tell you, if you have any worse problems or things don't resolve, come back to the ER. So the next evening, when the same thing repeats, because, of course, that injection had long gone from her system, she couldn't do anything with it. She took her back to the emergency room, just like she was told to do. And they treated them like they were drug seekers, made suggestions that maybe she was pushing her mother to get the pills so that she could have them. Neither one of these women have any record, and they can go through your pharmacy records in about 10 seconds flat anymore. None of them have any record of using and abusing pain no, pills. No, and, and like I said, it's those kind of people that are suffering. I mean, I have seen... And she's 90. I yes, mean, does I mean, the risk... What's, what is the risk of her addiction compared to taking care of her pain? Come it, on. Exactly. And, you know, and I see it, too, on on another side of the issue because I work within healthcare. But I have seen, you know, people that 10 years ago would ha- have had their pain controlled, but now are reduced to only taking, you know, a maximum of two tablets of, you know, Percocet a day. And these are people that are in stage three, stage four cancer, uh, people that are, you know, have extremely painful conditions. And they have had a lot of their pain medication taken away. And that's a problem. I mean, aren't we supposed to do no harm to these people? We're supposed to. You know, aren't we supposed to take care of the patient How first? about, yeah, and how about taking a listen to the patient? How about actually listening to what they're saying and treating it as as the truth? I mean, you know, we were always told that you can't judge someone else's pain. But yeah. yet we're seeing that time and time again. And in nursing school, they tell you, you cannot judge other people's pain. You know, no. but we are now. People now walk in, they say, we, I, we hurt. They go, oh, shoot, drug addict, potential drug addict. Yes, and and that's crazy. It's absolutely crazy. I mean, okay, there's a different thing if you have the same person in the ER twice a week, every week, 
you know, complaining of random different pain issues. Okay, I get that. That person is seeking drugs or narcotics. Mm -hmm. But how many people are we letting just writhe in pain because we're afraid to perpetuate the addiction problem? Or if you're a healthcare worker, you're afraid to get sued. Right. I mean, these are real, and there were major restrictions. That we're losing the, your license. I get the pill mills. And the CDC came down with some very strict guidelines that cut people off their pills, reduced the dosage, that type of thing. Yes, and if you're talking about super desperate people that just need some relief, you're going to turn these people into illegal drug addicts. I mean, exactly. You're creating a worse situation by cutting everything off. The people that are in pain now don't have recourse. They don't have, you know, and I, and like I said, I it's not that I'm saying that, you know, every single person that goes to the doctor is going legit for legit purposes. But we have to assume they are. If there's anything, then we'll observe their behavior. If there's anything that makes us suspicious or, you know, makes you feel like you need to, you know, re-examine this person, then fine. But otherwise, let's take people for face value, you know, for what they're saying and treat them appropriately. And I do think they need some checks and balances to make sure True. that Just like you every said about patient in the doctor's office is not being prescribed some heavy narcotics. Some doctors abuse. However. Yes. If a patient has been the same doctor's patient mm-hmm. for the last decade. Right. And now has an extreme pain issue and now is needing this medication, that should be their doctor's call. Exactly. It should be the doctor's no call. One and you know what? Go in there and get those doctors that are running pill mills. Get those doctors who are doing things that violate the Hippocratic Oath. Fine. Get rid of those people. Yes. But don't penalize every doctor. You know, we don't know. The, I mean, they don't know the, the people. Some doctors might have a lot of really bad patients. You know what I mean? They might right. have a lot a lot of patients with painful conditions, maybe a lot of older patients. They may prescribe more oh, we, than the we other need guy. To take that into consideration. So we have to look at the details, Cancer not doctors. the right. Come you know, on. These people are in severe pain right. and they need to be able to have some kind of quality of and life. And you, you can't automatically look at someone and say, you know, oh, this person, you know, is just, you know, overprescribing because you don't know you know, until you examine it case by case, what type of patients they have, you know, yes. the age of those patients. Maybe one doctor has more elderly patients and patients with painful conditions than the guy down the street. But we, you know, so we can't just apply one rule and say, if you have more than this many people on opiates, then, you know, you're a terrible person, a terrible doctor. No, you have to consider so many things in there. And here's another sample, um, not in my life personally, but my aunt's. My aunt is suffering from various kinds of cancer. Terrible. Um, it started as lung cancer, um, moved, and she had some in her liver and uh, digestive areas. And it's just been moving through, and the pain has been excruciating. I went to visit her, and she was obviously, she was kind of curled up. And in a lot of pain, she you could tell by the expression on her face that everything was a bit of a struggle. And I said, are you sleeping at night? She said, well, no, the pain's really, really bad at night, so I'm not sleeping much. I said, what are you on? And she showed me her pills, and my God, they were barely better than Tylenol. 
My mother, who had just had foot surgery, was on a better pain control medication than my aunt, who has her body riddled with cancer. That's a problem. Well, I've noticed in the healthcare field, I have noticed a big difference in the prescribing. Um, like I said, 10, 20 years ago, you know, the prescri- people were prescribed a moderate amount of pain medication after surgery or whatever. Now, they, you know, take ibuprofen. Now yes. we are withdrawing those meds. That's ridiculous. Yes, I you and Sending I've seen people, people with, home after new surgeries with ibuprofen yes. is ridiculous. Or I have seen people with stage three, stage four cancer that were limited to two Percocet a day or something like that. And these were people that had big wounds. Yes, and if you want to keep people working, even moderate jobs, you, you don't want to work on this problem that we have with all the extra benefits going out. Well, if you want to keep them working, their pain has to be controlled mm-hmm. somewhat. Nobody can work through that crap. And another thing, too. It's know, a struggle for me right. myself. Yeah, because we both have painful conditions. But here's the thing, too. The thing is, this is what, what needs to be done. First of all, we need to, I think the CDC needs to back off doctors a little bit. Yes. The DEA and let them do what they need to do. Okay. Yes. And, you know, like I said, if, if they're obviously running pill mills, we can still check on these people and make sure that they're not abusing their position. But you got to understand, you know, and be sympathetic to the people that do need med- pain controlled by, you yes. know, sometimes what by medication. What you need to be doing is telling these people when you give them this meds, I can prescribe you this. There has been some addiction issue with certain people. And I also explain mm-hmm. the risk to them. Right. Because a lot of these people, they you just need to want, talk to them about the medication they want to they're be taking. Able to live their life. You have people in so much pain that they can do nothing but lay around all day right. long. I mean, the guy that prescribes 400, you know, uh, tablets, um, you know, to, to a patient a month, something crazy. I mean, then those are the people that you go, yeah, that's ridiculous. Okay. Yeah. There's, you know, there's no need, there is no uh, good rationale for that. But, but so, so come down on the doctors that you need to, but look at the type of patients they have, um, you know, other uh, options and things that they've tried before drugs, um, what they've been on that maybe wasn't effective. You have to look at all these patients' charts. You got to look at the history of the patients. If a lot of patients are getting to be elderly patients now, maybe they didn't used to be, of course he's going to be prescribing more. There's going to be more pain issues. So let's look at each distinct, you know, doctor and the situation and their records. Yeah, and their records and the patient's, you know, history. And then... You need to stop the flow of these drugs into the country. I know that's easier said than done, but we need to quit worrying about the immigrants. Quit worrying about immigrants and let's worry about, you know, the fentanyl, the, the poppy yes. seeds, all the yes. things that are coming in that How are ruining. Is all of this escaping right, flooding the streets, through the border? Flooding through the streets. I mean... Money needs to be spent on that. Years and years ago, when we went to visit family in Canada... My God, it, it, I, I was young at the time, but it felt like a freaking strip search. You couldn't take this food in. You mm-hmm. couldn't take that in. They had, they had their wands. They had dogs. They wanted to look into your bags. Yeah. And how are we getting drugs across? But, but we're getting, getting paid yeah. off. Who's getting paid off? Exactly. That's what needs to be investigated. And then after you stop the flow of these illegal drugs in, offer people that are addicted resources. And yes. not a, well, you know what, we have a waiting list or a, you know, yes. a couple weeks. They could be dead by then. What you need to do is you have, need to have open, accessible places for detox and for, you know, helping those people adapt to a new life. And mental health. That's My exactly. God. 
How many people are running around out there with no mental health options that are having issues? They that know should they're be having readily issues, available too. But there's nowhere for them to go. Drug rehab and mental health, we need to be focusing our funds and our attention on those two things. You know, yes. because you have a lot of people that are addicted and people that need counseling too. And let's legalize marijuana. For, oh, for God's, God's sake. sake, you can get a bigger buzz going and having some beers at the local tavern. And y'all know. Than you can on that. I, I can tell you um, a good, I don't know how many, I would say 50% of the Senate. It's probably smoked weed. So let's all be honest and yes. put it out on the table and say, you know, this is what, what we've done. And just, you know, defy the, majority, the stupidity. We defy are showing the by the majority of the states that are legalizing some form or another that this is what the people want. And right. this is supposed to be a country based on what the majority of people want. Right. I agree. And that is exactly what we need to do. So, you know, let's put our money. Surveys, tolls, everything shows that that's what they want. Let's put this money into figuring out how the the drugs are getting in and who's being paid off. And then we need... And then we need to invest money in mental health services and in detox and rehab. Yes. To help these people. Make it easier for people to get things that are better for your body without the side Mm -hmm. effects. Legalize the marijuana and... Please allow people to grow. Exactly, exactly. It's an easy product to grow, and it will ease their pain and, pl- and discomfort. And please back and off anxiety. these doctors. Please back off these doctors and quit going after every doctor saying that they're over prescribing. Let them do their job. Let them assess the patient and decide accordingly what needs to be done. You're not uh, a bunch of bigwigs from the DEA. Okay, let the if a doctor is abusing their privileges, take their license. But if they are just trying to treat people, control their pain, you know, then let's back off them and let them do that. Yes, we should not. The, the doctors do, taking care of end of life patients. Yes, they deserve not that pain relief. Have lead. to worry that oh my god, I think I might have prescribed too much this month. A death. And Someone you, right. is dying. You are not going right. to stop them from dying. The very least we can do is let them do it in some amount of comfort. Right. Let's let's have some planning and intervention and help. And you know, a lot of those people too that are hurting and that have some, you know advanced illnesses and all that. Let's keep let's get keep their pain under control. Let's be yes. able to prescribe and let's provide mental health for them too. Exactly. People are going through so much horrendous. Things. Exactly. There are so many things weighing on their mind. They need that more than almost anyone. And I'm sorry, but some conditions need pain medication. They yes. just need it. Okay? Yes. And they and everybody's perception of pain is different. One person could take a you know, one tab of Norco and be fine. And maybe somebody else has that level of pain and it's excruciating to them and they have to have two Percocet, whatever, because people are different. Their physiology is different. Their their perception is different. So the majority let's look of individually. People, if you actually are looking at the person look individually face to face you can tell if Whether they're, they're in pain or not. There's, there's a cues. Lot of pain. There's cues. There are big cues. You know, so, you know, that week, let's weed out the bad and let's focus on the good, people. Let's yes. focus on the good and do what we can to maintain, you know, the good. And more stuff out there for the people that are young. Mm-hmm. I mean, 
there were big programs on don't do drugs, don't do drugs, and they've con kind of gone to the wayside. There's not a lot of talk about it. Um, there's not a lot of talk about actual danger because, oh my God, that could be too scary. We can't tell them that. But you know what? It's a problem. People They're having honesty. these Skittle parties where they just throw a bunch of random pills in a freaking bowl and pick them out. Yeah, the kids are doing all sorts of things. I they mean, need to see the results of that. They need to hear about those people mm-hmm. that have been on death's doorstep. Mm-hmm. You need pictures of... You need to put the fear of God into, into kids. Poor kids, 16, 17-year-old who are in comas or other vegetative states that... This is what really happens. Yeah, you have this to show kids the reality. Really look like. They need to see the reality of drugs. They need to see the guy who's living on the street under a cardboard box. And you know what I mean? They need to see that. They, they need do. to see people. I would take them into a facility and let them see people detoxing. Because if they would see de- a detox and the pain and sickness those people go through, maybe they'd be a little more hesitant to try yeah. something. Yeah. You know, I think that's what we need to so do. We do. I think we need to be more a honest radical approach and more truthful. Yes. And uh, our state, our lovely state that we are in, has recently upped the age for tobacco consumption. Yeah, that's about. I mean, okay, we're whatever. worried about tobacco consumption when we have people on the street on the daily ODing with heroin. Right. Really? I mean, and and yet... I'm not saying it's not, you know, it's wonderful for you, but my God. Right. Everyone who is breathing over the age of 12 realizes now that there's a giant risk of smoking. I mean, yeah, it's been well established, and I think we've all been well educated on that. Yes, and it gets hammered in on the daily, and there are all kinds of these scare tactic commercials with cancer patients and those that are dying. These kids know. They know that it's bad for them. It still goes for drooling. Exactly what good is it going to do to make them be a few years older? And the thing about it, here's the issue. You can die for your country at the age of 18, right? You can vote. You are considered an adult. Yes. But you know what? You can. You got to do it sober, baby. You can be put in prison and have, uh, you have to be on death row. You can be a freaking capital murderer. Setting there waiting to die yep. at 18 years at this, of age. At 18 years of age. And we're all okay with that. We're, we're saying, yeah, that's an adult. Uh, um, a sexual relationship. If you're having a sexual relationship with someone, oh, he was 18, he's an adult, he can make his own choices. Right. But you can't smoke a cigarette or drink a beer. And like I said, you can go to war. That's you, ridiculous. But, and, but when you're shot, you're going to feel every bit of it because you're going to be sober. It's ridiculous. It is ridiculous. That's that's just the ridiculousness of it. Let's either move the age to 21 for, as yes. an adult and consider anyone under the age of 21 as being still a juvenile. If we're going to say that, we're going to have to say you can't go to college until you're 21 because how can you make decisions exactly. about your future if you're not able to make a decision about a drink or a cigarette? Exactly, and that, that sums it all up. So, like I said, either... Bring the age up to 21, in which you're considered an adult. And that means, too, that if you commit a crime, you're going to be tried. As a juvenile. You know, as a juvenile. Or we can't, do what can't we... Can't be drafted. Yeah, can't be drafted. Or we say, you know what, you're right, 18 is an adult, and you can make your own choices. 
instead of, well, you are an adult, but you can't make a few choices. There's a few choices there you can't make. But we're not going to allow you but to we're because, hold you because to, it might be bad for But you. we're going to hold, uh, hold you to adult standards. We'll That's hold crazy. you to adult standards and behavior, but we won't entrust you with any responsibility yes. that you could get wrong, you know. Yes, and I am by no means advocating drinking or smoking. Hmm. It's a personal choice. But you're either an adult or you're risk, not. But, yeah, you're either an adult you're or either you're either an not. adult. You're an adult at 18, meaning, like I said, you can be tried as an adult. You can vote. You can smoke. You can drink. You can do what you want at 18. Make career decisions. Make life-changing decisions. Or say, you know, we were wrong. You're really not that mature at 18. That's why we won't entrust you with cigarettes and, and beer. So we're just going to, you know, um, we're, we're just going to, you know, take that uh, privilege away from you. Yes. You can sign on into the military for, you know, a four or more year term. You can have plastic surgery and have major massive body modifications. And that's all okay yeah. at the age of 18. But, you know, like I said, if we hold you to an adult at 21, then you should be, you, you're a dependent. You know, you, yeah. you know, right, you're a dependent. You are, are not going to be tried as an adult. You know, you can't make your own choices, blah, blah, blah. Or we go with the 21. Yes, and you could go on forever with these decisions. Well, you can't sign for a car. You can't right. own a house. You can't. I mean, I don't understand how adult, they can send you to war, but they won't let you have cigarettes and alcohol. That's Yes, my, if you're an adult... Issue. You're an adult. Mm-hmm. If you're not, you're not. You're not. And you know what? Let's quit worrying about it anyway. Is it good that kids are becoming addicted to nicotine? Absolutely not. But is that the biggest problem we've got going on in the world? No. No. So let's quit and harping the, about it. And has it. it been going on for decades? Because you know. Yes. Yes. And you parents and grandparents out there, you know y'all smoked. Okay? Oh, let's yes. not pretend you didn't. And you survived. You're alive. You made A it. A lot of you quit because. A lot quit. You decided it was better for your health. Right. But now it's their turn to make those hard decisions. Right. Let them be adults and make those decisions and make those mistakes, too, because all of us have made mistakes. Yes. It's part of, I mean... Part of learning and growing. You shouldn't... I don't think you should be able to dictate choices like that to anyone, all adults included. Yeah. I mean, I, I just... I don't know. I don't think we give people enough credit. No, you know, we don't. You know, to make those we right don't. decisions. And like I said, you're going to experiment. You're going to try things sometimes. You know, adolescence isn't perfect. But, you if know. If you can get married, live on your own. Right. Become a mil- military personnel. Leave the country. Buy a passport. Buy right. a home. Buy a car. Sign legal documents. By God, you're an adult. You are an adult, you know, so let's just get that out on the table. Either you're an adult or you're not, and let's quit harping about things that, yes, some attention needs to be paid to it, but it's not the end all of existence. No, no, and put it up to a vote because I guarantee you, you're not going to have the votes in there that say, oh, no, we need to do that, we need to up that. And and what do we think that's going to solve? Right, right, exactly. Is that going to decrease um, teenage smoking? No. No, or juuling, which because is Because when they're now. teenagers, they were getting it on their yeah. own through someone and, else and already. You know what? And you know what? Then, I don't know. I, I would like to say, and this is going to be it for another podcast, but I have strong feelings about the whole vaping thing, but we'll, we'll get that to that in another podcast. But there's a lot of that going on, too, and people are just freaked out about it, you know, but afraid their kids are going to die and it's it's craziness 
It really is. And God bless those that are going through an addiction right now. Right, My yes. heart goes out to you. Most definitely. That's a whole nother subject. But we're going to get, we're going to talk a whole lot more in future episodes. But yeah, let's just, come on, let's just use some common sense here. You know, let's get the people's pain controlled, especially the ones with chronic painful conditions and those that are, you know, uh, headed, headed toward death. We need to make sure they're comfortable and given medication. We need to get off the doctors because and let the doctors do what they were educated to do. Yes. Let's stop the flow of these drugs into the country, and we know where they're coming from, so we need to, you know, to, to block the them. the down. Right. And... I think that, you know, Someone and maybe even... purposely open yeah, these floodgates. Exactly. There is a huge problem Somebody's somewhere. looking the other way. We have all of these Army reservists training and playing silly games, um, not serving. Mm-hmm. And we're paying them. They're on our payroll. Let's send them out there. Let's get some stuff done. Exactly. The ones that are on bases here. Let's protect our country Can we from this quit flood worrying of illegal about, drugs. Let's quit worrying about illegal immigrants and worry about illegal drugs. Because yes. you know what? It ain't going to matter about illegal immigrants when all of our children have died. We don't need a wall. We have enough military personnel. We could patrol that wall. Right. I mean, you know, immigrants aren't the problem, and it's going to mean nothing when our children are dead. No. No. And there's a whole lot of that going on. And I'm afraid for my grandkids. You know, I'm afraid for for the future. Kids in the future. Let's take the access away. Let's take the access away. And you know something? You're always going to have people that will sell on the street. You're always going to, I mean, you're going to, that are going to sell their pain pills is what I mean. You're always going to have people that are dishonest, people that, you know, try to fool the system and sometimes successfully do and sell their drugs, you know, but that's not the majority of the problem. No. That's not the whole picture. I don't believe it's for a small a part that it is. And it's this, a small part. And this is a super small small part of a really big subject and we would love to yes, hear, I want to hear what you have all to say. of your experiences and what your opinions are and what you think and you know what let's all join our voices and 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 get it the word out there you know but call us i mean leave us a message do what you can we're wanting to learn and so there just you go saying, girls, just saying just saying